Welcome to the Broncos Avenue podcast. This is Amir from Broncos Avenue here with my guy, Trayton. It's been a while since we've last uploaded. Yeah, man, it's been a minute. How have you been? I've been pretty good. Uh, this freaking, um, we got the draft that we missed. Uh, we got the Judy, Jared Judy news that we're going to cover today and the schedule release um, that we was recently released recently released and I, th- I thought I thought the whole clip with um with uh Peyton Manning you know doing the whole intern thing with Russell Wilson that whole clip was like funny as hell um there's there's the um thing where he even took like a secret shot at Seattle um not I feel like not too many people picked up on that um but he was like uh the Broncos are letting me do uh are letting me actually like do like work freely and showcase my talents or he didn't say specifically that, but he said that like right before the clip where he was like being a chef or whatever. And KJ and uh, Judy were there. Um, there was just a lot of other stuff. There's the Mike, the Mike Roch pun in there. That was hilarious. Um, but yeah, also, but in a more serious matter, we have the uh, Jerry Judy news um, that came out. Um, I was actually at work and I heard about that and I was like, okay, um, I thought it was a joke at first, just, like people were telling me about that. And then I actually get out of work and see that he was arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor, domestic violence and criminal tampering. Um, but it actually uh, came out today that it was literally just a minor incident. And um, you can say what you want about that. Um, but it came out that he was released on bond today. Um so basically what happened was apparently there's details that came out that he took his child, uh, his child's mother's wallet, who's his baby is just one month old and also took the baby formula, um, put it in his car. And apparently she took like one of his phones. Like, I don't, I know some people were saying like, okay, if she took one of his phones, you can only guess what, the, what, like what she actually discovered or, you know, there had to have been something with like, I don't know him cheating or, I don't know. You you can, you know, say what you want about that, but that whole situation, I was just like, bro, the fact that he was arrested for something like that and then, you know, the entire fan base just collapsing and going crazy about that and using it as another excuse to like n- not necessarily just kind of in a way just call him a bust like I saw multiple fans directly call him a bust um because of that I mean a lot of fans have called him a bust just from like the drop issues in his rookie year then he limits that in his second year even with um a bust at a rookie a bust at quarterback throwing to him and also uh, Teddy Bridgewater who you know we've talked a lot about um you know, necessarily was definitely wasn't the best fit for this team. And then I don't know, like, what was your thoughts about that? Like the fact that fans were immediately just resorting to calling him a bus over some minor, like um, off the field incident that somehow they want to make it out to be like that translate to his on the field play. You know, I mean, I think with a situation like this and after the reports that came out this morning, I mean, if you look at the situation itself, it seems like the other party involved, she she uh, she asked for his release. She didn't want him to get in trouble. Yeah, um, she she did state that she she never felt threatened. There was no physical contact between the two. And so I, I think like I, I don't think a situation like this is like even really 
I don't even think this is really anything that can knock on you. You can knock on uh, Jerry's character and especially on the field play. I mean, this situation has absolutely nothing to do with his on the field, uh, on the field abilities. Um, I mean, I, I, I honestly think this is more of just like a minor, like a, a minor case of just like a, a, a couple fighting. And uh, I mean, you can, you can have your own opinion on like what, on what the situation was about and what you want to take from that. But as a football player and as a person, I, I don't really think this, this situation has, I like, this doesn't really uh, affect the way I view Jerry Judy at all. Um, as far as people calling him a bust, I mean, I, I think calling him a bust is just foolish. And I think, yeah, but I, I can understand where, like, I, I have some people, uh, start flirting with the idea um which that i can understand i think just calling him a, a set in stone bust is again i just absolutely foolish um the past two years i mean he's dealt with injury and i mean he's had drew lock and teddy bridgewater as his lot as his only two quarterbacks and so they, i mean this season there is no denying though there, this season is his like this is his chance to prove and to solidify his place on this team. Um, and I do believe that Jerry Judy can, I, I still believe that he can be, be the receiver that we thought he would be when we drafted him. And this is his year to prove that. And I think he has only this year. If we, it, you know, and we've seen uh, lack of production, the drop issues, which were corrected. Um, so you can already see that he's, imp he's improving in some areas. But, you know, this this is his year. He's got this year to prove and solidify his spot on the team. Um, but as far as, like, as far as the correlation between the situation that went on yesterday and his on-the-field play, I, I see absolutely no correlation there. Yeah, I'm one of those guys who's been, like, a huge – like, Jared Judy's literally my second favorite player. Like, from the day he was drafted to now, I still have the same opinion on him. Um He's a top five route runner in the league. Um, he's obviously gotten better at that over the years. Um, it's just now I think there's like a certain there's like a specific stat where it's like um, Jerry Judy has like the worst. Um, but what what is it where like the quarterback throws him the ball and it's like the most off target like percentage? In yeah, the league I think or something he has like the high. He has the highest percentage of. I think it was his rookie year that he had the highest percentage of any receiver in the league. Um, he had the highest percentage of uncatchable targets. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And he's just he's just a beast. Like his speed's underrated. He's an insane route runner. Like he's already getting up there, and he's in uh, what year three? So um, I, I don't know. I love Jerry Judy. Like the day we drafted him, I went. That was probably like my most insane reaction besides. Um, when we traded for Russell Wilson, when it came to getting a new player, like Jerry Judy was my draft crush in that class. And I just like, after seeing all these issues, like the, all the fans complaining about his drops and now like they're calling him a criminal. And now it's all this like BS piling up after and just piling up. And, you know, then there's the fans who don't even watch the team and look at his stats and they're like, okay, Jerry Judy's, not producing to anywhere we, where we expected him and he's not playing to his value of the 15th overall pick and so it's just it's getting annoying and so but you're you're right like this upcoming year he's got to prove his spot on the team especially with a top 10 QB and Russell Wilson like you you have no excuses now like if you can 
as long as you stay healthy, you have to be at least a top 15 receiver in the league. And you have to, you know, at least be the, the first or second best receiver on this team. You have to like produce at least a thousand yards. And I think he's going to do exactly that. He's going to do even better than just a thousand yards and a few touchdowns like he has done in previous seasons. I mean, talk about the huge jump in quarterback play, but, you know, going off a little we're going a little bit off um, topic there with, so with that whole situation, um, I don't want to directly, you know, quote this one tweet I saw. If you want to go see exactly what the tweet uh, says and who it's from, go to my uh, story on Instagram at Broncos Avenue. But someone um, basically talked about how we should start flirting with the idea that he's a bus pick. Um, and this was in response, like right at like literally like a few hours or maybe even like the same hour after it was announced that he was arrested by the Arapahoe uh, County Sheriff in Colorado. Um, but basically, they were just tweeting saying, you know, um, when, when should we start flirting with the idea that Judy's a pick? Um, and thus the cons are mounting against him. Um, because of that with all these like the drop issues being added to also this incident now he has a record um just what's your overall opinion on that like do you think we should possibly start warming up to idea or do you think it's just absolutely foolish because i do i mean i i definitely think it's valid to have some level of concern um again and i i don't think he's a bust i think calling him a bust right now would be absolutely foolish but i don't blame people yeah. for flirting with the idea at all um and i mean and that's just i mean you know a lot of unfortunate things happen and like over the course of an nfl season and there's a lot of things that uh jerry judy can't control that can happen too but you also do have to just look at it in the grand scheme of things. Um, he, we're going into year three and we have, we have, I mean, if he, a lot of fans may not want to hear this, but you know, I mean, if they do have a point it, when you look at it, we have, I mean, there are a, a pretty long list of um, cons that we've seen with like minimal, with minimal production. We've seen the flashes, but we need to see him produce on a consistent level and you can name you can list off a bunch of reasons as to why that is and that's why this year is his I think this is his year to you know put up or shut up this is the year that he has to prove and solidify his spot on this team um this he's had you know multiple and I and I think valid excuses too I mean Drew Locke was one of the worst if not the worst quarterback in, in the league in uh, Judy's rookie year. And then ten, Teddy Bridgewater, if we're being realistic, he wasn't much better. So, um, and I mean, in this, and another big part of that is just the offense did not cater to, to the passing game and the, the offense especially didn't cater to Judy's strengths. So um, I think, I think we'll see a definite improvement this year. And that's my project. My, that's my projection. I still think that Jerry can be, every bit of the receiver we thought he would be when we drafted him. But I, I, I will say like, I, I don't blame people for starting to flirt with the idea. Um, I don't think that the situation yesterday should have any correlation with that because, and, and to me, another going back to that situation, it kind of seems like Jerry was arrested just more as like a, something to defuse the situation. I, it doesn't seem like he's going to be charged with anything. And it kind of seemed like she just wanted him to leave the, leave the property. So um, I don't think that there's really anything to worry about 
from that standpoint. But I, I do understand why people are starting to flirt with the idea. And I do think that that's like a perfectly acceptable point of view. Yeah, that's crazy to me that they, this even had to escalate to this. And like she even admitted that um, she didn't think he was a threat at all, like you previously mentioned. And um, she didn't think that he was obviously there's no evidence of him putting his hands on her. She even said that he didn't put his hands on her. Um, it really did. I, I don't know. Everybody can have their opinions on that, but I don't really feel like it needed to get to that point. Maybe they could have had the talk with the police officers, but the fact that they needed to cuff him and, you know, have it, have him spend the night in jail was pretty crazy to me. Um, I know Mike Cliss uh, posted like a clip about, you know, someone uh, within the, I think it was one of, maybe it was his attorney. Was that his attorney that, you know, kind of gave his, opinion on that whole situation just straight up said like he should not have been arrested in the first place i mean there was it was i do believe so i think that i do believe that was his uh his attorney yeah that and yeah and and i i do agree with you though i do think that like i and i think he was arrested just so they could defuse the situation but i think that there were definitely other alternatives that they could have used to defuse the situation without anybody getting arrested yeah sometimes the uh I mean, I'll be honest, like sometimes the way the the police handle these situations, obviously we're all human, we're all not perfect. Um, But definitely the one thing I can say is, you know, the law is nowhere, the law and the whole system is not anywhere near perfect. Um, I don't know, just the way that whole situation was handled and, you know, the whole media had to make a big deal about it. And honestly, I hope this just motivates Judy even more and makes him, you know, play even better and prove more people wrong because, now he has even more people against him after this whole BS of a situation. Um, and even though his kid is super young, it sucks that already his parents are, you know, getting into issues like this um, for him or her. I believe it's a, I believe it's a daughter, his daughter. So um, yeah. And the, just like my initial reaction after seeing people like immediately start saying like, we should, you know, uh, flirt with the idea of him being a bus like I was like what the hell like this has nothing this situation has nothing to do with his on the field play like the most that I'll actually like entertain this kind of situation with like in, like uh inferring that he's a bust is like if it was an actual serious case where like it would like potentially suspend him but no it, he was literally in jail for less than 24 hours if that well so yeah. And two, I do, I do think one important piece of information, though, I think that tweet that you're referring to, that was tweeted. I, I think that was tweeted during the time period of, um, like, I think that was tweeted during the time period of when we knew he was arrested but had no information or knew what he was arrested for but didn't okay. know what the consequences were going to be. Okay. So I, I I can understand because, and that's the thing, I mean, I, last night we were all kind of in the same boat because we didn't know how serious the situation exactly was until the reports came out this morning. So I can also, and I mean, regardless, like I can understand the thought process and I can already, I mean, even without this situation, I can kind of start, I can, I can understand where someone would be coming from when they say they want to start flirting with the idea that Judy's a bust. Um, but I know, and now, yes, I can see that this situation should, like, at least with the severity of it being very low, now that we learned that this morning, I like this, I, for me, in my mind, this situation has zero correlation to how I view Jerry. 
Yeah, I, I still love very, Jerry. He's a he's a good guy. And yeah, this seemed if, like a very minor situation that, if we're being honest, shouldn't have even uh, gotten to the point that it did. So, I mean, that's my take on it. I don't think it affects my. It doesn't affect my view on him as a player at all. Yeah, and I, I mean, we're not gonna get to know the the specifics, but if we were to, um, I would genuinely be genuinely be curious to see what actually happened. Um, I doubt Jerry just like unreasonably took took those belongings um i mean i will say whenever i found out that he took her wallet that was way too that was a little that was way too far for sure and i know for the people saying that he shouldn't have been arrested at all um he did technically commit a crime so i mean there's that to take into account um but obviously this shouldn't this shouldn't be another thing to be put on his record and he shouldn't be charged at all um and like my thing is also is with that tweet like even that even though that nobody found out the specifics of the situation and what he was like necessarily arrested for why were like they immediately jumping like i'm still stand by my you know my stance like why are they immediately why was people in our fan base immediately like jumping to the conclusion that he's a bust because of the situation and like i don't know to me when you say bust like it has to do with like your talent and ability on the field and like actually proving that and producing on the field. Like we haven't reached that point yet. Like, why are we using some off the field situation to say that he had, he cannot produce like as one of the best receivers on the field. Like that just made no sense to me. And like, I've, you, you can obviously see my story. Like I was pissed about that. You know, and again, well, and, and that's why, like where I'm coming from, you know, that's why I can understand that point of view because the small sample size that we do have him on the field has been, we've seen uh, really like really exciting flashes, but just very inconsistent production. And then, so you take that and then add on. um, No, I like, no, I definitely don't think that the situation itself is going to make him any less of a player, but I do think when like, I I do think off the field things can, um, I, I, I mean, I definitely think that off the field things can uh, play a part in a player being a bust because I mean the best the best ability is availability and I think that's when that's when true. the news when the news broke I mean and you know I mean that's just the way that the media works I mean people are the fans and the media are going to jump to conclusions and especially when there's no info when we just hear that he got that, that he's gotten arrested I mean it could be for literally anything it could be just a yeah. night in jail like it was or he could be in there for something far more serious yeah. and so and I mean, I mean it, just for example, I mean, if you look at uh, Henry Ruggs on the Raiders or really any it, really any other player that's gotten in trouble for uh, or gotten in, in, in major trouble to where it affects their career. I mean, I mean, you kind of do have to consider, like, for example, Henry Ruggs, um, great. Fo- I mean, great football player. But I mean, you kind of do have to consider that pick a bus now and just solely for off the field reasons, because he's not available now. Yeah. Um, and saying, you know, I, with Jerry, obviously, it's a very different situation now that we know. And now that uh, other reports have came out further explaining the situation. But I can understand why, because the just the small sample size on the field that we have, while um, while while it gives us hope and reasons to believe that he can have that he can be a great player and can be and can play and have a like solidify a spot on this team and play at an elite level. Do I believe that? Yes. But what we've seen so far 
Um, and then in addition to just like in the heat of the moment and people reacting to such sudden news, I can understand where that viewpoint's coming from. Yeah, those are some good points you make there. Um, because, just- well, in, you know, there's multiple reasons to believe that he's going to perform well in the future. I mean, that's all speculation and projection. Yeah. But if, if we're just looking at what we have already seen and what has already happened, you know, we can speculate and predict and project all we want. But what we have not like what we have seen and what has happened, I can understand where people are coming from. That's true. Like nobody's necessarily seen what we should see out of Jerry Judy, but there's definitely factors and there's reasonable, um, not necessarily excuses, but like there's factors that apply to the reason he hasn't been able to play to the Jerry Judy he's supposed to be. Um, and to me, like, I, I just like, I freaked out the fact that people were just using this as another thing to say that he's a bust or whatever, like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. We can go on and on about this. Um, there was so many, um, old heads that came at me for what I said about that situation. Um, also there's more old heads, you know, going a little bit off, um, going back to the, the whole schedule release thing I put on my uh, story. I don't know if you guys, uh, checked out that, um, clip of the schedule release, the, the Broncos Twitter posted, um, at the very end, John Elway is on a scooter. They, they like, re- they bring back the meme of John Elway on the scooter and he drops the schedule on the floor. And like, he kind of, he kind of like stumbles a little bit at the end too. And, um, on my story, I call, I told, I was like, I'm surprised. I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they like, clip that multiple times i had to shoot that multiple times because i always a drunk and so many yeah. old heads came at me for that it was so funny bro i wanted to like just like clown them on my story but nah that shit that was that was funny um yeah i'd imagine so, so yeah so what did you think about the schedule the schedule release what are, so, what are your thoughts on that so to be like, be completely honest, like the whole business side of the schedule, um, I think it's going to be a really uh, strong, it's going to be uh, one of those things where after the bye week, this team has to really get it together and make a strong push because you got some tough games there, like um, Tennessee's an underrated team. Um, we don't know how the Raiders are going to be, in my opinion, they're always a midseason collapse, um, even though they made the playoffs. Um, Carolina, they're, I'm not afraid of them. Baltimore that they can be a serious uh, threat if healthy and if Lamar is healthy, especially um, obviously the chiefs are the chiefs, the Cardinals. Um, I don't know. They had a late season collapse last year too, um, but they're definitely some, someone I wouldn't uh, take lightly. The Rams, obviously defending Super Bowl champs. Then we got the chiefs again, and then we got the chargers in the final week, which who knows how that game's going to shape up to be like, if we're good enough and we already uh, made the playoffs, then um that we're probably going to be resting opponents, so we might drop that game. But the, yeah. the first half of the season, it looks like we're getting a lot of Ws. You know, and, and there's one thing I, I find interesting about our – you know, and I, I really think that this season has, like, a, a big range of outcomes. I feel like there's yeah. a possibility that we could underperform for our expectations, and I think there, there's a, a really good chance that we could overperform. And, I mean, if you look at our division opponents, like – between the Chiefs, Chargers, and the Raiders, like, realistically, I could see us – I don't think this is what will happen, but I, I could realistically seeing us lose all four games between the Chargers and the Chiefs, or I could realistically see us winning winning all four. Yeah. 
And I, I just think, and that's what's so cool about this season now is all of those top tier elite teams in the AFC, um, it, they're still very polarizing opponents to look at on the schedule. But, you know, I think we're like, we're going to be, um, we're going to be in every game this year. You know, we're going to, we're going to have a chance to win every single game on the schedule this year. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like we're, regardless if even with the additions that we made, we're, we're the Broncos. Like we're always still in games. And like the fact that we even got these new players, I feel like we have a really strong chance. And like, even I know a lot of fans are saying like, Oh man, this schedule is going to be so hard. Like, um, the the fact that we're in the AFC is even that's what makes it so hard. Like the AFC is a, a, a powerhouse now. Well, and that's what I mean. Like I I could also see us like there's and I could say this for multiple teams too, not just us. Yeah. I mean, I I could see us being. I, I truly could see this team with the with the potential with our defense and our offense. I mean, I could see us being a top two seed in the AFC. And possibly even getting a first round bye, I could see us being that good. And I could also see us like being a six or a seven seed. Yeah. Um, and aside from the business side of me, um, what I actually was like my thoughts on the schedule and like leading up to it, I was honestly just looking at which game my birthday would land on, but it ended up being the bye week. So uh-huh. my luck there one in one out of 17 chance and it happens to be the bye week um i i probably would have flew out to a game on my birthday but and then another thing i was looking at um the preseason i was actually looking forward to the preseason because like you know i was actually talking to like um some people in a group chat about this the other day like why why do they wait to like do the preseason like release their preseason opponents after they announce the regular season opponents like way after and also like we don't even have like the specific time frame of like any of the preseason games like that makes no sense like the preseason comes first and then it's the regular season like the way they release that doesn't make sense yeah yeah it is definitely confusing how they release it but i and i also think though it's i think preseason games are a lot less um they're a lot less viewed. So, and yeah. there, I mean, there's a lot of preseason games that just get aired on like local sports networks. Um, I saw a lot get a lot get aired on like NFL network and like specific channels like that. I think it has a lot to do with the programming too, because like, it, it's pretty rare that like a preseason game gets on like NBC or CBS, any of the main popular uh, TV networks. So I think, I think they just have to, I think they do it. And I think the reason why they have the, they don't have the official times listed yet too, is I think that the preseason games can kind of be like subject to change whenever, when as with the regular season games, all going on uh, major TV networks, I think they have to have like, I think they have to be a little bit more set in stone. Yeah. And like the preseason is still really important. That's when you like have a lot of your, you're not you have your camp battles and then you look forward to you know your preseason battles and like seeing how your each and every player in the depth chart will do it like in a situation if they were subbed in or they're starting the so so you know the preseason is still really important and I'm sure the the league knows that I just don't know why they wait to release those opponents and like I mean maybe the teams already know and like the specific times too why, why they wait to do that but um we play Dallas and then uh, at home, and then we play at Buffalo, and then we host the Vikings. Um, only three weeks of the preseason um, because of the new CBA rule that was implemented last year. But 
um, obviously a preseason um, in, in terms of how, how uh, our record comes out does not matter at all. But I, I still like the preseason just because like I was just saying, like the battles between you have your positional battles. Um, I feel like Graham Glasgow and uh, Lloyd Cushenberry might be the battle of the preseason. That's something, um, you know, we will go a little bit more into in uh, future pods, but that's going to be uh, interesting. There's and, you know, Albert O and Greg Dulcich, like there's, there's going to be so many battles going to be fun to watch. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do. I think that's a great point too. Uh, I'm glad that you brought that up talking about the preseason because I, I think, I think a lot of fans un- underestimate the importance of uh preseason, you know I mean? And for, for the casual fan may not feel, uh, feel the need to watch a preseason game, which, which is understandable, but I mean, a lot of roster, uh, like, I mean, your depth, your depth chart really takes, um, like a lot of depth chart changes happen after preseason or around preseason. Yeah. And I think those games, I mean, obviously, and like you said, it, it doesn't matter what your record is at the end of the game, like at the end of the preseason. But I do, I do think that it is a, it's, I think it's a very essential. Uh, I think preseason is very essential to being able to fill out depth, depth charts, um, give, give the younger guys a, a chance to shine. And, you know, and even just like having those games, even like when we play the starters for maybe a quarter at a, like just a quarter each game, I think it's nice getting them those reps and putting them in real game situations again after having not played for half a year. You know, I think even just just getting those reps again and getting the chemistry back together and kind of getting back in the groove of uh, I think even like the traveling, too. I think that's like, a, I think that's a great thing because they're kind of getting a taste of it before the real season starts. Yeah. So they're kind of getting back in their groove and they're kind of, and when week one hits, I, I feel like they're kind of already hitting the ground running, you know? Yeah. And then the fact that there's a whole new coaching staff, obviously that's going to be huge to be in those game situations and, you know, build that chemistry, um, build the relationships between the coaches and the players and figure out like what you're going to do here situationally. Um, but Aside from that, the, the the way the schedule fill, uh, forms and is built, I feel like um, all of Broncos country can agree that the first half of the season, it looks like we're going to win a solid amount of games. The second half of the season, though, is it's really going to be where, you know, every single Broncos fan is going to want to tune in because every single game after that week, that week nine bye week, which which, by the way, is a really perfect spot for a bye week. Um, we got lucky with that. Um, as opposed to getting extremely unlucky in those Vance Joseph days, but um, every Broncos fan, every Broncos fan is going to want to tune into the second half of the season because that's really going to be a playoff game in like every single week. Like I'm seriously looking at like the schedule in the second half, and like besides the Panthers, it looks like every game will be a playoff game. So, oh yeah, for sure, you know, and that's what I mean. Just with our schedule this year. And where I think this team is at this year. And that is one thing I feel that's necessary to say too. I think our fans, um, and I'm not trying to, I mean, I'm not trying to get too far ahead ahead of ourselves here, but I think it's really important for fans to temper their expectations on this team for this season. And while, yes, I, I do think this is a playoff team right away. And I would be pretty disappointed if we missed the playoffs but if this team doesn't exactly like you know just keep your expectations for 
uh, a new team like this, like kind of just realistic, you know, um, I think making the playoffs would be a really good goal this year. Um, but you know, if it doesn't happen or if we, if, if we don't perform exactly as great as everyone thought we were going to, I don't think it's time to hit the panic button right yet. You know, I think there's, there's a lot of pieces that have to move it, be in place. I think there's a lot of chemistry that has to be built over time. And I, I would hope to see some of that. I mean, I think with just with the off season, the Russ and the receiver group already getting some reps in, you know, I, I would hope to see some of that. Like, I mean, I, I would hope to see some of it during week one. Um, but you know, that doesn't always happen. So I, I just think that it's like really important to temper expectations for this team. I think it's important to set realistic expectations and, you know, give the team time to build chemistry and kind of, you know, develop into what they're actually going to become before we start, uh, pressing the panic button, making judgments on the, on the rush trade and coach Hackett and just all the new pieces in general. Yeah, the fan base has got to be a little bit patient. I mean, you had the whole situation with Matthew Stafford coming to L.A. You know, there were already pieces in place there. Um, they had that system already set. They just had that new um, quarterback. But we have a lot of new pieces. Um, we got to, you know, the whole team is going to be is going to be making ex- uh, mistakes and they're going to learn from that. Um, they're going to, you know, they're going to learn from their experience. They're going to build chemistry throughout the season. Um, like you said, the team might not be uh you know going crazy like as soon as you know it's week one two three you know maybe they will like last season and you know a lot of the fans will go ballistic over that but um it definitely is smart to set like those minimal goals at first you know take step by step you know at least setting a goal to make the playoffs like i already know the team's already doing that with um they're wearing the shirts win uh win the west or whatever and so that's a great first goal to start with um it's going to be tough but you know if any you know if any team's up to the challenge it's going to be us and so um with russell wilson at the helm um, I th- definitely think we could put together a solid run. Um, in terms of the schedule, I don't like like or dislike it. I just I'm really excited to see how the team's going to come together, piece it together. Um, how Nathaniel Hackett's going to operate this entire 53 uh, man roster, how that's going to shape up, and how we're going to respond every single week. You know, just take accountability, um, persevere and just make a strong push for the playoffs. So with that being said, that's a wrap for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to follow on all uh, platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Make sure to um, hit up um, my Instagram at Broncos Avenue, Twitter, Broncos uh, Ave. Make sure to hit up Trayton on Twitter and Instagram, my co-host. Hope you guys enjoy. Tune in to future episodes. We got our draft breakdowns coming down, how we feel about each and every draft pick. That's going to be super exciting to um, record. And so make sure um, to listen to that, even our previous episodes. And I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Go Broncos.